right, listeners. Uh, today, first podcast of our summer podcast series with the PGA of Alberta. Uh, I'm Josh Fleming, a chair of the education committee and uh, lead the podcast um, for the PGA of Alberta. And I'm absolutely thrilled today uh, to kick off our summer podcast series uh, with two of Callaway's finest sales reps, two of the best reps in the province, Tori Nielsen and Jim McCulley. Uh, guys, thanks so much for joining me. How's the summer been? Tell me, it's been a crazy year on uh, on the golf side, so I'm sure you're feeling it. Yeah, it's been uh, interesting, um, to say the least, right? Thanks for having us. Thanks for that uh, super flattering welcome. I think Jimmy's the only one that's won an award yet, so I don't, I don't know. Maybe, I don't think I'm the best, but, you know, maybe maybe number two, right? It's coming. It's coming, for sure, Tori. <laughs> but Josh, thanks for having us, man. Uh, it's a, it's a pleasure to be on and we're like you said the I guess the first podcast of the of this summer um, so we're we're excited man appreciate the awesome. uh, welcome cool well I'll give the listeners just a heads up Jimmy's coming off a nine day road trip uh, so he's uh, I'm seeing him on the screen right now he's looking bright eyed and bushy tailed just pumped to be here so Jimmy I, thanks for taking the time uh, later I literally evening. just walked in the door dropped my suitcase. And I'm having a beer and climbed on this. So if I'm not as cheery as I normally am. Yeah, I saw a lot of customers in the last nine days. It was, uh, it was a wild road trip. Well, I'm sure they all appreciated seeing you. So awesome. All right. So, you know, just for the listeners, because not everybody's familiar with both of you. Um, you know, Tori, Jimmy, how did you guys get in, uh, end up in your positions with Callaway Golf? You have uh, just a little background on that story. I don't know that I actually know it. Um, well, for, for myself, it's, it's probably been a little bit more of a winding road. I think most of my, uh, my accounts down here in the South kind of know it. Um, I've been with the company now almost five years. Um, and it's been, it's been a pleasure every year, um, and kind of continuing forward. So I'm looking forward to being with the company for, for quite a few years. Um, for sure. My background uh, originally wasn't in the golf industry. Like I didn't take any of the PGM courses at the time. And, um, I, I went to school in Lethbridge, uh, with a lot of the PGM graduates and, um, but I just focused more on the business side of it. I, I came into the industry mostly through my sister, who a lot of my accounts know is uh, a sales rep in the agents and in the industry as well. And so that gave me a really good intro, um, onto the manufacturer side of it pretty early on in my career, probably when I was 15, 16, and that was the route I wanted to go. So um, after university, I, I kind of bounced around to a few different sales positions, mostly in uh, heavy equipment stuff, which is funny. And then I got my opportunity with uh, uh, another a competitor uh, of ours now, Kushnet, for um, about four and a half years I was with them. And then after that time frame. Um, I was out in Ontario for a bit and then I came back out uh, to Calgary to cover for my sister's mat leave, which was kind of a fun experience. And then I, I left the industry uh, at that point in time. That was about 2008, 2009. So Calgary was still rocking pretty good. Uh, and I, I got into the beer industry for about 10 years total. Uh, in that time, I was with about three different breweries. Um, and then after that, uh, the, the position for, for Callaway opened up. I mean, I always kind of kept my contacts in in the golf industry and you know fortunately as a beer rep you you can trade you, you got something pretty good to trade with everybody if you need a tea time in a in a pinch which is 
something that was a benefit, but it Come uh, on, man. definitely a prize to everything that's going on, right? I don't I don't know a golf pro that doesn't like beer, so definitely probably some good relationships. Hey, it's, it's symbiotic, right? And <laughs> everybody, everybody needs beer, and and I needed tea time, so it was always a good good match. And uh, then then this position came available, and I and I figured, well, maybe you know, after all these years, it's it's time to to see if I can get back in. I had a lot more experience under my belt as far as sales and um, distribution and retail management as well. So I just gave it a shot and then here we are uh, almost five years later. So it's, it's been great. That's awesome. So uh, it sounds to me, you know, for our listeners out there that before you got into the golf side of things, you got a lot of experience selling other things and that mm-hmm. led nicely into uh, the sales rep job in the golf industry. Yeah. Um, awesome. And Jim yourself, what, uh, what led you to Callaway golf? Well, my, my path, um, could not be any more different than Tori's. Um, I started in April of 2002. So I think next year I get a set of steak knives for my 20th, which is kind of nice. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to that. Um, and I actually went to school. I, I was raised um, on Vancouver Island and I went to school in, uh, at Camosun College and took the business admin program um, with a finance option. And um, okay. And uh, September 11th, actually, I'm dating myself right now, but September 11th is what uh, changed my path. I, I got a job in a brokerage firm as, a, as an assistant to a broker um, on the Thursday before September 11th and came into work that Tuesday. And, and obviously the, you know, the horrific events that happened that day. Um, the next six months were inter- interesting in that, in that industry and, um, you know, got some got called some pretty interesting names over the phone, you know, cold calling people. And, and I, I actually, I just hated it. I, I despised it. And I had a, a close buddy that I played junior golf with uh, Brad Duguid, who was running the production at, at Callaway. Callaway was located in Victoria at the time. And he basically, I just said, you know what, I'm not really loving what I'm doing. And he goes, why don't you just come build some golf clubs and um, pay you, uh, pay you over minimum wage. Thank God. Um, and I went and built golf <laughs> clubs and, and kind of worked my way up through the corporate ladder. I went from, from the production area, um, into customer service and from customer service, we actually had our merger with Hogan top flight. We, we integrated and bought that company in 2004. So I was one of, Oh God, probably eight employees from the entire office that went out ballparking eight. I think it was around eight. Um, and, and integrated the two companies in Toronto. So I spent three and a half years in Toronto and, and, doing customer service. I moved into inside sales and then into a, a sales coordinator role um, working under the sales director. And from there, it was kind of, it was a nice stepping stone into uh, outside sales. And my, my first territory was Saskatchewan. Um, oh, wow. Hard to spell, easy to draw. And um, <laughs> I met some great people and it was a great place to kind of cut your teeth and learn. And um and then one of our reps um, retired, left the company, retired, whatever. And um, they moved me from Saskatchewan into Alberta. And that was 2010. So I've been here ever since, man. Met some great people, did some did some cool things. And, and I'm happy to be here. Fantastic. Wow. Those are, uh, <laughs> listening to those stories, they're certainly different. And, uh, you know, one of my takeaways there, Jim, is trying to imagine you with an office job. <laughs> Back you in, know what? In, in, in uh, one. <laughs> shirt, tie umbrella 
you know, right downtown Victoria, right across the street from the Sticky Wicket. I'm sure a lot of golf right. pros know that place. Yeah. Um, it was fun, man. I actually, you know, my office overlooked Douglas Street, and it was pretty cool. Awesome. I felt like a grown-up. Um, but it life changes, man. Like like they say, life changes in an instant. And Tuesday morning was wild. It was absolutely wild. And I, I did, yeah. I still stuck on and learned a bunch from my from my boss at the time. And I think it helped me moving forward. Um, but certainly the move to Callaway, I think was, uh, was a good one for me. Right on. Well, fantastic. And, uh, you know, I'm going to follow up with a question for you and Callaway golf, um, having been at Callaway for 20 years plus, or, or just about, or yeah, you said 20 years this year. What, uh, what is it that you've seen that's changed the most or what sticks out from the last 20 years is, you know, a defining moment for Callaway where things really changed because, you know, not to plug any brand, but Callaway golf seems to be well represented on tour right now. And, and what is it? Is there a moment for yourself that where you well, and you as a sales rep went, wow, this is cool. Yeah. Personally. I mean, the, the aha moment for me was that was that move from Victoria um, into Toronto. Um, at the time I was still living at home, had the parents space and suite on lockdown. Mom's doing laundry. Like it was a gravy gig. And I had to grow up in a, in a, in an instant. And when we moved to Toronto and, and it was, it was awesome. It was a cool experience. What a, I mean, huge city, obviously. Um, but I think, and I, I'm sure Tori would agree. Um, well, you've been here, sorry, five years, Tori. So when Chip Brewer took over as our CEO, that is when things changed. Um, Anybody who's ever, who's ever met Chip, I mean, he's he's an amazing guy and he's an amazing leader. And um, just listen to him talk at sales meetings, like he just like we 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 eat it up, man. We we believe in it. We uh, we get on board. And um, I think our I think our stock uh, was four dollars and fifty cents at the very first sales meeting in Houston when Chip got up and talked. And and I I believe it, we're trading at about thirty six or thirty seven dollars um what eight years later wow so i mean for a for a company our size having i mean the growth of 33 dollars and 91 cents today um growing you know 29 dollars a share in in eight years or nine years is is really really impressive and um certainly he's our guy and and we look up to him and it takes everybody to make a team no doubt but you need yeah. a strong leader and 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 chip would have been that for Callaway worldwide for sure. That's fantastic. Um, yeah. You know, and you know, based on what we see in golf right now, uh, trends are only going to continue to be strong across all manufacturers. I'm sure, um, as we all know, COVID nineteen right has has given golf this absolute surge, um, which all the professionals listening have seen, and absolutely you guys on the manufacturing and. Um, golf club hard good side of it have seen you know tori question for yourself tell me about what that's been like on on the sales rep i mean we all know uh the professionals listening to this podcast are aware of the demand on tea times and we know that there's some back order issues from time to time right now because components are so hard to get but you know what would what would you say as as a manufacturer as what covid19 has been like curious to know um you know Short answer, it's, it's kind of like saying, well, it's a, it's a high tide and it's, it's raising every boat in the industry, right? Which is, mm -hmm. 
a fun place to be right now, but uh, you know, at the same time, it, it brings that cha- that challenge for everybody. And the, the biggest thing I think that most people are running into, um, is yeah, the inventory side of it. Right. Um, you know, you look at the golf industry and, and it's rocking, but you also look at, at other industries, um, you know, that have really benefited, um, from COVID and, um, you know, I don't think anybody was really celebrating COVID, but it, it has brought some positives, um, you know, when it, when it comes to sales in certain categories and we're one of them. Um, so the big challenge there, yeah, with, with inventory is, is letting people know what to expect, right. Managing that expectation from, um, you know, the, the golf pro side of it, who's managing a shop to the, the end consumer who, you know, is used to probably pretty quick time around, uh, turnaround times. So, you know, I know we typically will average in a, in a normal year in 2018, 2019, um, it was, it's almost, you know, 95% of the time we're turning around something custom built in about seven to 10 days. And, you know, right now, um, we're still maintaining a really high average on that turnaround time, but, you know, we're not, uh, we're not immune to the challenges that come from it, particularly in certain categories. And, um, you know, I know our, our competitors are feeling it as well. It's, it's something that's, that's just been created, um, from this massive demand. Um, you know, talk, talking to other people in other industries that they're struggling to get their product from, you know, overseas into the marketplace. So, how I'm trying to deal with that is just, just trying to communicate with people as best as possible in any way that I can. Um, I, I think that's the only way you can really try and manage anybody's expectations to just, to just be, you know, totally honest with them and say, this is what we're kind of expecting. You know, I, I we're, we're doing everything we can to make sure it's better, but um, you know, it's, it's not any different from, from anybody. Right. So uh, but it's at the same time, it's, it's kind of fun. Um, and it allows me to, to try and think of different ways of doing things. Right. Um, I had a chat with one golf pro, I would say back at the start of last season, right. When everything was really just, it was a rocket. Right. And, yeah. and he kind of said, he's like, you know, I, I, I maybe shouldn't say this too loud and I'm not going to say who it was, but he's like, I'm kind of liking this because, you know, I was kind of getting, into I, I was getting too comfortable and something like this really kind of you know jostled me and and it, it actually brought a lot of excitement back to my role back to my consumers and and back to my team so yeah it's it, it's been challenging but at the same time it's also been um i think a big benefit because you know it it forces you to grow um it forces you to grow as a salesperson. It forces you to grow as, as a service representative to our partners. So it's been good. Yeah. Yeah. I think that you hit the nail on the head there with communication, right. And some good examples there. I mean, how fortunate are we to be in an industry that is flourishing um, as a result of something, you know, COVID-19, just a awful, awful series of of time, I guess. Um, And still going, it's nice to see that there's some light at the end of the tunnel, at least here in Alberta. I think July 1st, COVID's over, isn't it? Uh, but that's what, that's what they told us <laughs> on our last sales conference call. They're like, well, yeah. you guys are back to normal, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, but it is right. I mean, how exciting to be in an industry that demand has skyrocketed. And um, I like your take on that, right? It's, it's an exciting time. And, you know, I've, I kind of take the mindset if, if our peers or my peers are, are bogged down by the demand and, 
that's that's a bad outlook. It's like we should be excited about the opportunity presented to us right now. And I'm sure that you guys on the the OEM side of it are, are feeling that for sure. Um, you know, question for you, uh, Jim. Um, what's hot for gear this year? We're just gonna we're just gonna flip all over the place here. You know, COVID nineteen. We don't need to belabor that. I think we all understand the challenges it's brought, but. Let's just talk about current product, you know, Callaway Golf. Um, John Rom, I think, had Callaway in the bag. No? John Rom, yeah, he, uh, what a weekend. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, you know, I'm in the middle of a nine day road trip, so I didn't get to watch all of the golf, but um, I did watch kind of the final, you know, four or five holes on Sunday. Um, yeah, you know what? It's an exciting time. He gave us a nice little shout out there in the, in the post round interview. And, and I was in, uh, Kind of a sports bar up in Fort St. John, um, and they had the hockey going on one team on one TV. So we're watching, but you can't. There was no sound, so I I knew he was obviously getting interviewed. And then one of our team members at Callaway kind of sent the the tweet out of the the video where he kind of he kind of thanked the company and and just said, you know what, like, I mean, move, the move to Callaway allowed me to get better um, and better as a player and and um more competitive and you know talked about the technology a little bit and i mean it's tough to put a price tag on that kind of praise from a guy right after he just won the biggest tournament of his life right he's he's um i'm, I'm sure he was still shocked at the time but um it was a great win for the brand and i mean not to overshadow what phil did at the pga i mean phil i mean what a what a cool story that was at 51 years old or i guess he yeah. was 50 at the time but and you know what, Xander, Xander really should have been there at the Masters, right? Like, yeah, a um, little glitch there in 16. But I mean, you know, there's we, we could have had, you know, the first three majors as, as a brand, which would have been um, just crazy to think about. So, yeah, uh, what, Xander, what is hot, though? Um, hot, what is hot? Consumables, for sure. Um, you know, trying to keep up with inventory um, on golf balls, gloves, um, seeing getting some interest in putters based off what guys are seeing on tv the players put in that red stroke lab shaft in in the the two ball 10 models and that's they did that for a reason right to uh, to get traction off tv and it worked now everybody's trying to order that putter with the red shaft <laughs> and there's some shaft constraints so you can kind of see how the wheel just keeps turning right and um you know tory nailed it with his comments about about what he's seeing in the industry. And and I see a lot of the same things and I, I completely agree with him. You know, honesty is always the best policy. And I, I've talked to my tech reps who help out and and we've got a list of, of components that, you know, are slightly constrained. And I just said, listen, we just need to tell them upfront. You know, if we order it with this grip, it's going to be this fast. If you if you want the exact club the way it is, you know, you're looking at three to four weeks or or whatever the, the date is. Um, I got to give kudos to our, our, our custom build team though. Like if we have the components in stock, I mean, this thing is getting built and one guy told me he ordered it Thursday morning and it arrived in a shop Tuesday morning. It's um, amazing. It yeah. is. It's it, like when we have the stuff, our guys are on it, um, yeah. which, which, you know, as Tori said, it, it just makes our job easier and, and a lot more enjoyable. Trust me. Um, Products, uh, Apex, the Apex line is insane. Um, Epic Driver's doing really well at every fitting day and, and you know, touching 
some of what Tori was saying, like even with these events, um, we're doing all appointment events to be kind of, you know, in line with some COVID guidelines and every event is literally sold out. It's, it's wall to wall bookings and people are coming ready to buy. Like they want their stuff. Um, I'm sure the lack of travel that people have, have, have not experienced or, or, I guess the travel that they haven't experienced has helped with some expendable cash and, and where they want to focus their, you know, their, their dollars, but it it has been absolutely insane. And I don't know where the finish line is other than, you know, the snow flying, but we'll see. I guess, I guess when the border opens up and people start, you know, taking um, vacations again, we're going to see maybe some of those dollars move away, but I think the amount of people that have taken up the game during COVID I'm hoping yeah. we can retain even 10, 15, 20% of those people. Um, we're all going to benefit if that happens. So I, I, interesting stat, and I, I don't know the exact number, but it is north of 90%. Now, this is an American stat, but north of 90% of the Americans that picked up golf as a result of COVID anticipate staying to play golf in some form. They may not play as much. They may not play as often, but they plan to stay a golfer. Which, which I think which, is I mean, that absolutely is, incredible. It's incredible. And that's best case scenario for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with, with the direction that our company has gone and again, Chip, Chip leading the, the brand and, and the company, I mean, our acquisition or merger with Topgolf, mm-hmm. he viewed that, that entity as the future of entertainment for golf. And, and I hundred percent agree. And if you've ever been to a Topgolf, I describe it as bowling for golfers, essentially. 100%. Yeah. And and you can take your five-year-old kid there and have a game against him because he can hit to a green that's, you know, 10 yards off the tee box and you're hitting it, you know, the 150 green or whatever and or your wife or whoever you wanted to take. And I just, I mean, we have a blast every time we go there. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. It's incredibly forward thinking to form that partnership. There's no doubt. I wanted to just go back for two seconds and um, – you know, give a shout out, not just to Callaway, but to all OEMs. Um, you know, I work at Golf Tech, you guys know that, and we do quite a bit of custom fitting. And the communication from all OEMs, whether it be TaylorMade, Kushnet, Mizuno, has been fantastic this year. And I know the struggle has been real, um, but when you ask for a timeline, they've been forward and at least trying to communicate. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, you know what, right now we're shooting for six weeks. And Sometimes it's seven or eight, but I think that there's been complete transparency on both sides this year. And as, as professionals, it's really up to us to make sure we manage expectations as well. Um, because I think that on the manufacturer side, you guys have actually done just a really awesome job. So on behalf of most golf pros out there, I appreciate that. And, and thank you. There's no doubt. So pat on the back for you boys today. Well, we can't take all the credit. I mean, we, we've got an amazing team in Carlsbad and, and one guy in particular, Matt Adams in our, in our custom tour department, he, he spends Friday creating this components list and he updates it every Friday. And, and, you know, the customers obviously that use Callaway connect. Um, I mean, the, the list is featured on their Saturday morning. So that is for the guys that utilize that list and, and, um, and reference it, 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 it does alleviate a lot of headaches up front. Yeah. certainly you know tori and i are always watching orders and and trying to do be creative as he said and, and trying to get stuff out the door because it you know obviously it benefits us for the sale but also you know the customer the golf pro um delivering product quicker to his consumer makes you guys look better too right so it is it's certainly a team effort on that 
Yeah. It's a, you know what? It's a team effort across the industry right now. There's no doubt. Um, yeah. Tori, question for you, my friend. What do you think the future of golf looks like? You know, you, you get to see some, uh, I don't know how much R&D of future product you see at meetings and so forth, or what you know is coming down the uh, grapevine, if you will. But, you know, what's the, what's the crystal ball say for not just Callaway golf, but golf in general? Uh, just a couple more questions before we finish her up today. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you know, trend-wise, tough for me to say. I, I just kind of... I just kind of take what they give me and run with it. I don't, my background is, has never been in, uh, in engineering by any means. And we got some pretty smart people working for us. So I, I kind of leave them to, um, to look at what, what's going to make golfers better at the end of the day. What I do see happening though, as far as the, the market side of it is, and what I hope continues to happen is just more, um, openness and and welcoming you know all of those new players that we were talking about to the game and and helping them develop um the same passion that i think everybody listening to this call is going to have that that's my biggest thing i know for us this season um not to go back to what's hot but i i, I think our big bertha reveline um has been absolutely phenomenal um for for the the lady golfer um not only the you know the current player but also those new to the game whether it be our package set version of the reva or the the big bertha family it's just been out of control and and tough to keep up with um but that's more what i want to see and, and i hope it continues um because that's for sure the the future of the game that's going to get more families involved it's going to get more kids involved and you know the more people to the game um, the better everybody's going to be. And um, we, we can kind of continue to ride, the, ride this wave as, as long as possible. So I, I'm hoping that trend continues to keep on developing that, you know, new player side of it. Um, I think we're always going to have the, the tour player side of it, obviously. And, and that's going to continue to, to drive, um, you know, for the core market, but and anything I can do to bring, bring more people into the game it, it it excites me so i'm looking forward to that fantastic awesome right on uh just last question for you guys and then we'll just do a couple rapid fire questions just uh off the cuff here um the pj of alberta and callaway golf have a relationship uh your team sponsors the pro assistant every year um you know i know last year it was up in jasper and it is again this year really looking forward to play that myself um you know what value does that bring to Callaway and more importantly, um, did you guys choose the pro assistant or what kind of thought went into that and, and what are your thoughts around um, that event? Um, we've, we've sponsored the pro assistants here in Alberta. I, I, I've got to think it's going back almost 25 years. Um, it was always, and obviously it was an event that we had sponsored before I got to the territory, but I think it's, it's awesome. Like I'm, a lot of guys make comments that it is, you know, for them to grab their assistant and get out of town for three days and go have some fun at the end of the season is a lot of guys treated it as a reward trip. Um, so everyone's kind of in a, in a, in a good mood. They're certainly competitive when they go on the golf course, but it certainly gets less competitive afterwards when, you know, they're sitting in the resort or having a beer, whatever they're doing. It, it's just a, it's a great networking event for us. Uh, certainly Tori and I, <laughs> we have a lot of fun there. I mean, it's, it's a, uh, 
it is it's a low-key kind of event but it's it's high on everyone's radar right like everyone wants to play in it there's a waiting list every year certainly when you move it to a venue like jasper the number one golf resort in canada if you ask town sweeney right he'll uh yeah i'll tell you that when he can um it's an it's an unbelievable place and and we we absolutely love going there the staff treats us great um and the guys have fun and and i think back when i first moved here i looking at that event it was always right before the buying show so i mean as a company selfishly we look at it as one it's a fun event two it's well attended and three you're you're getting to spend time with these guys right before the buying show and and showing showing the love and the support of the brand and and in the past we've used it as an opportunity to bring some of our 20 you know for this year hopefully we have 2022 samples that we can kind of give and and or not not so much give but display so these guys can have a sneak peek before the buying show right so i just love the timing of the event it has snowed during that event which sucks um but for the most part like last year it was gorgeous man we had a great time there so i don't mean things but it's it's an unbelievable event and we're we're proud to be uh you know like i said i'm guessing at 25 years it could be longer Tori, any thoughts on that one? Yeah, I, I mean, I'll, I'll probably just echo a lot of what Jim said. But f- for me, um, what makes why I like working for Callaway is because we do events like this and because it allows us the opportunity to, um, you know, to sit down at a table and, and take our hat off and and undo that top button um, and and have a little bit more of an off the cuff conversation and and really get to know um, our partners, right. Which is going to build that relationship over time. And, um, that that's, that's kind of my whole thing when I got into sales is it's building relationships. It's getting to know people, um, you know, wanting not so much even building business relationships, but building friendships over time. Cause I don't, I, I see myself in this, in this role for a very long time. And, and I, I kind of want to continue to build these friendships, um, while, while I'm here, as long as I can. Awesome. That Tori, event. Tori, Tori certainly undoes the top button. I've been uh, known yeah. to undo the top two buttons. So yeah, uh, I was I was gonna make a comment. Like it all depends on how many buttons your shirt has, but <laughs> it's at least it's at least the top button. Yeah, uh, at that event, there's no doubt. Awesome. Well, gents, let's finish up. Uh, <laughs> let's finish up with just some quick rapid fire. Uh, I'll throw a name out, and you guys just answer the questions as off the cuff Who's- as possible. Who's going first? All right. uh, Jim, let's go you first. Oh, God. Um, pressure. <laughs> after the first round at uh, Jasper Park Lodge last year, who fell asleep first, you or Tori? Tori. Tori, right on. <laughs> I, feel uh, like we're new- I feel like we're newlyweds trying to... Uh, <laughs> yeah, just, it's like the shoe. <laughs> yeah, the shoe game. I just held it's up like both shoes for Tori. Hey, I'll, yeah. I'll go on mute. I'll go on mute and I won't hear any of Jim's answers. <laughs> Uh, I love it. Uh, right on. <laughs> Definitely, Tori. Uh, he'll agree. <laughs> perfect. Awesome. All right, Tori. Uh, who are you taking in a match? Wes Heffernan or Riley Fleming? Gotta go, Flemmer. Gotta go, Flemmer. Yeah. Right on. Wes is going to be hurt. It, he is, but you know what? I haven't had the opportunity to meet Wes, so that that's that's the only the only reason. Fair enough. Riley, Riley did just shoot a course record yesterday at Highwood. So congratulations to, to him. Coming in hot. Hey, his, 
Yeah. That's on DraftKings is, is running high. So yeah, he, he had 59 watch going. I think he turned in eight under or seven under and he was nine under through 11, I think. So the boys in the clubhouse were all watching. It was pretty cool to see. Um, Jim, uh, best golf course you best golf course you've played. The national in, in the Toronto. National? Yeah. The no question. Toronto. I haven't been out there. I'm sure it's awesome. It is. Awesome. Uh, Tori. Sorry, who wins the Stanley Cup this year, my friend? Oh, that's a tough one, right? I'm going to break some hearts. Um, I, I got to be honest, I haven't watched a lot of hockey this year, but uh, I, I'm hoping, can I Can I answer it in two parts? Sure, absolutely. It's supposed to be rapid, you know that. Yeah, right? yeah I know, I'm not a rapid guy. I get around to the point sooner or later. Uh, I'm hoping Montreal wins. I am, but I, I do think that... Uh, that that Vegas is is kind of in the in the seat to to win it this year. I got I got Vegas in my hockey pool, so I'm hoping. Yeah, I'm hoping. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Right on, uh, Jim. If you could play yeah. with any Callaway staffer on tour, who would it be? Oh man, I just thought of. I was actually just thinking about this the other day. Uh, any Callaway staffer on tour? I mean. Xander's a pretty cool cat, man. I Phil, we've met, I don't know where you, uh, maybe Tori hasn't, I've met Phil twice yeah, over I the did. years, but that started in 04. So I met him and he is awesome. He's, he's super cool, but, and the hellacious seeds and all that stuff is kind of enticing. I think it'd be kind of cool to play with Xander, man. He's a cool cat. He seems that way for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Um, awesome. You know what boys, I don't have uh, too many more questions for you. Um, we'll just finish her up right there. You know what? Um, on behalf of the PJ of Alberta and the education committee, I, I really appreciate the time you took this evening. Um, it's, uh, it's a busy season so far. It's only going to continue. So to spare some of your time is much appreciated. So here's to a, a fantastic rest of 2021 and we'll see you guys up in Jasper, if not sooner. Thanks for the time, bud. We really appreciate it. And, um, and we look forward to certainly seeing you up at Jasper at the end of the year. Right Cheers, Josh. Thanks so much, man. All right. Thanks, Tori. Appreciate it.